today. Will everybody say praise the Lord? Amen. It's so good to look out and actually see people. Amen. And we realize uh, we're not trying to be offensive to anybody with the pieces of paper. It's just how uh, it kind of works out when you're trying to follow the guidelines that they have set. I always say this too shall pass. And it will. Amen. It will pass. It will go by the wayside. And even though we might, even though we might have uh, uh, some different things right now, let's all work together. We might not understand everything at the moment, but uh, we we want to do that. Praise God. And we want to thank you for all you that are joining with us today uh, on our live streaming and many of you are our family here at the church as well and we want to say we love you and thank you for joining this morning with us we have many we have many of our people that are in healthcare work and so they are in hospitals and uh, different places that are dealing with and nursing homes that are dealing with people that are uh, fighting this COVID-19. So we want to pray for them that God will protect them, keep his hand upon them. And uh, uh, I know my daughter does work across the street. And so I'm constantly texting her every day. How are you doing? How's it going? You staying safe? All that. She probably gets tired of me doing that, but that's just a dad. And uh, right now, my wife said to apologize that she's not here today because her family had a, a shower for my daughter today. Uh, she's getting ready to have uh, a little baby, uh, you know, here pretty soon, July 9th. So uh, uh, that'll be three grandkids for me, right? No great-grandkids. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But we are so glad. You don't realize, I just feel like talking for a little bit and hear you laugh. Uh, there's actually a response. We don't have to do anything. Those that were, have been our core team that's been here every service understand uh, you're singing and you're praising and worshiping God. And uh, there's nobody here. So you're, you're playing to the camera because you know out there on the camera there's people that are watching. And so we're glad to see you here today. Amen. But this is Memorial Day weekend. And uh, there's a lot to be thankful for. Amen. We realize that uh, in this world we live, we have what we have because somebody laid their life down for it. Amen. Praise God. And uh, so the younger generation, unless they have signed up to serve, uh, and uh, uh, they, they, they are just uh, enjoying the blessings and the, and the freedoms that they have because somebody went ahead of them and chose to fight that battle. So I want to talk a little bit about that today, if you don't mind. John, the 8th chapter, verse 32, and also Isaiah 61, 1. And I do want to say a special thank you. Uh, and I hope 
as a church, you're very thankful. We have put in overdrive uh, this, uh, uh, when I say core group of people, uh, we were trying to be as safe as possible as we were getting together and coming down here. And every service, for however long it's been now, uh, Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, uh, I can tell you right now, it would not have got done, gotten done if it hadn't been for their support. Uh, right. I am not a tech-savvy guy, so therefore they have to tell me everything I need to know, uh, you know, including stand there. Hey, man, look at the camera. And now, the last few times with the new camera, I've been looking like this, and I'm going away thinking, you know what? I'm getting a neck ache. So, but we want to say a special thank you for all those that have been involved. Sister Amanda, Brother Rex, Brother Josh, Brother Milam. Uh, if I go through all the list here, I, th those that came and, prayed and was part of praise singing, thank you very much. Uh, and Sister, I don't see Sister Nikki here this morning, but she uh, was also, if it wasn't, I'm just telling you right now, it wouldn't have happened. So you need to say thank you from a distance and uh, let them know you appreciate that. The people that came and, and did the praise singing, uh, we thank the Lord for each and every one of you. In John 8, 32, the Bible says Jesus, when he was speaking to those who believed on him, he said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In Isaiah 61, 1, he said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord God that anointed me to preach the good tidings of the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. What a wonderful God. What a wonderful God. Amen. There's nobody like Him. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down. Let's pray together. Lord God, we thank you once again for this opportunity to be in your house of worship. We thank you for those that were able to gather with us this morning and those that are, are watching on live stream. And I pray, God, for the next little while, even though we have to practice some of these uh, different uh, things that will help us be safe, I pray, God, that, that our heart will be full of joy. Amen. Longing and yearning for the whole body to be able to come back together to worship you in spirit and in truth. I pray, God, you keep your hand upon us, lead us and guide us. Amen. Let your word, amen, be that light that lights our pathway. God, I pray right now that you administer to each and every one of us your word here on this Memorial Day weekend. And bless us, Lord God, I pray with your word that our eyes will be open to see, amen, how much it means for you who laid down your life for us, amen, to give us the liberty we have today. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for it. And everybody say in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. You know, it seems like that uh, there's been very few times in our society and even in the world that, that uh, we have not been in some kind of a war. And even to this day, war continues, and the eyes of the world are focused on freedom. Some say that we are wrong to get involved in the freedom of others, but war, when you look at it, it's not going to be a pretty thing. And any way we look at it, the costs are great. 
in both life and property. And if it were you and I that were living in some part of the world that was under a tyrannical government, I believe we would want the American people to liberate us from the regime of terror and mass murder that we were living under. And I think we would stand in the streets probably like they did in pictures that you've probably seen, and especially in World War II when uh, the Americans would come in to liberate parts of France and they would be in the streets and, and different parts of Europe and they would be praising them and clapping their hands and, and hugging them and, and, uh, and screaming out in joy because uh, the liberators had come, had finally got there, and now a man was setting them free. Amen. When we look back at our fight as a country for independence from the English Empire in July of 1776, there was mass shootings of our men, sons, even our daughters, who would take up a stand against the British Empire. When we think of Memorial Day, we think of many who had lost their lives in a pursuit of freedom. Amen. Once again, let me say those wars were not a pretty picture at all. I love history. I love the history of, of different wars. I like to, to uh, uh, see the documentaries and I like to read uh, about them. And, and when you're reading it, you wonder sometimes how in the world could people stand this kind of gruesome war. But liberty has a price tag. Liberty has a cost. And our freedom here in America was bought by the blood of many men and women who fought for the principles of that freedom and were willing to pay any price to acquire it. Just as much as that, our spiritual freedom and liberty today also, amen, is very costly. And it still carries a price tag. So let's find out what the price was and how we can acquire the true liberty which it purchased. The question today is simply this, are we willing to pay the price? Are we willing to pay the cost of keeping this freedom as many of our country's men and women have done through the years since the Revolutionary War many years ago? I looked up and did a calculation of all the fathers, the mothers, sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, all of those that fought in the various battles since the Revolutionary War. And to the time of this printing, I came up with 1,438,125 souls that were lost in the various battles that our brothers and sisters have fought. You may not realize it, but let me just give you a little rundown. And I will start with the most casualties as number one and the least as number 12. But they're all very important. In the American Civil War, which is, a, is, a, is the part of history that I do love to study, there were 755,000 lives lost in that war. In World War II, there were 405,309. In World War I, they lost 116,516. In the Vietnam War, 58,209. In the Korean War, 36,000, 
574. In the American Revolutionary War that kicked this thing off, 25,000 lost. In the War of 1812, 15,000. In the Mexican-American War, 13,283. In the Iraq War, 4,576. In the Philippine-American War, 4,196. In the Spanish-American War, 2,246. And in our Afgan Afghanistan War, as we are still there, 2,216 plus. As I read down through those pictures, or those, those numbers and, and the names of the various different battles and or wars that have been fought, it's a staggering amount of loss of life. But it was for one thing, freedom. Our freedom, your freedom, my freedom. But not just our freedom. They were willing to lay down their lives for somebody else's freedom. Sometimes that doesn't make sense to us. Why in the world will we go into other countries around the world and fight battles for other people? And our sons and our daughters lose their life and spill their blood Amen. On the soil of that land. And we see and sometimes look at it and say, what, what has it profited us? Amen. Sometimes we need to stop and realize that those people were longing and desiring to have freedom in their lives. And it took somebody else to come in and purchase that for them. Hallelujah. Somebody say praise the Lord. Liberty is a purchase commodity. Let me go back to our scriptures today. In John 8, 32, Jesus speaking to those Jews that believed on him said, and you shall know the truth, and it's the truth that'll make you free. And then Isaiah said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. I don't know about you this morning, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm glad that I have hope. Amen. In Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm glad I have hope in Jesus Christ. I'm glad that somebody else was willing to pay the price, the costly price. Amen. That I can stand here today with the liberty that I have. Amen. In my life. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise him this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Liberty, let me say it again, is a purchase commodity. Mankind is often ruled over by power. Amen. Ruled over by hungry uh, rulers who hold their citizens in captivity within their own land. Amen. Sometimes I feel like that's about what it is right now. I've heard people talk on the radio and they say, I feel like I'm captive in my own house. Amen. It's almost like one of those house uh, uh, arrests. No, what do they call that? Uh, anyway, and, and, and they say, you got to stay in your house. You can't come out of your house. You can't leave your home. You can't do that. You can't do that. Now, we understand that, that, that the good intentions there. We're not knocking on that. We understand that. But let me stop and tell you, there's something about it that when it opens up and you're able to get out and about, Amen. You, you, you begin to sing the song, I'm free. I'm free. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm free. Oh, everybody ought to be clapping their hands on that this morning. Amen. 
Praise God. Thank God for it. But it costs us something. Amen. It costs something. Governments can rule over people and strip them of their individual freedoms. And this nation we live in is free only because others saw the tyranny of England in taking their money in taxes to support their own English system. Our forefathers came to this land to be free to worship God according to the dictates of their own hearts and as they saw fit. Instead of worshiping a government which would tell them how and where they could worship. The the founders of our Constitution believed in the true principles of liberty and freedom. Amen. And they believed that they were God-given rights to all men, not just some. Amen. Freedom was purchased. How? By fighting and spilling blood. Amen. And winning the, not just a victory, but the war. It was taking a stand and fighting for what you believed in. I'm here to tell you this morning as a church, you and I have to realize how important it is in this day and time to stand and fight for the things that you believe in. A lot of times we don't realize how much we have, how good we have it until we lose it. Amen. I want to thank God today that it's not man that can save my soul. Amen. It's not a war that can save my soul. Amen. But it is a King of kings and Lord of lords that laid down his life and paid the price for my freedom. Well, let's clap our hands and praise him again today. You got to believe in what you, if you want to win something, you got to first believe in what you're doing to be right. Amen. So our sons and daughters of freedom, our, our minute men and those that lived in that day and time that really didn't have a stand-up army, it was the minute men that they called together. Amen. They were the farmers, they were this, they were that, but they were minute men because they would be ready to go in that quick amount of time if something would happen. And so they fought the battle. They believed in it so much. They left their farms. They left their, uh, their, their shoe stores. Uh, amen. Their, their, their sewing or whatever, whatever they had, whatever they were working in. Uh, amen. And they picked up their musket uh, and they picked up some of their things uh, and they went out to battle. Why? Because they believed in the cause. They believed in what they were fighting for. They believed in the freedom that they had. They did not want to go back to where they came from. What a cost. What a cost. Their blood was shed, amen, for the freedoms which we now enjoy. Amen. And, I, and often we take them for granted. Amen. I, I, sorry to say, but many times the younger generation in, t- in today's world, and even my generation, amen, sometimes we have been in that place uh, where we just expected it. We just expected it. Although sometimes you need to stop and realize that freedom doesn't come cheap. Let me say it again. Freedom doesn't come cheap. Somebody pray. Somebody paid the price, uh, amen, for you to be able to get in your car and go. Somebody paid the price for you, amen, to be able to go to the bank or the grocery store and not have to worry about anything. Somebody paid a price for you and I that we could come into a house of worship, uh, lift up our hands, uh, glorify Him, praise Him, and give Him honor and glory. Amen. Hallelujah. What a cost. 
When you look at that Revolutionary War, you will read that, m- that many people lost their homes. Amen. They lost their business. Because when the enemy came in, they would burn whatever places uh, they could to discourage the ones whom they were fighting against. What a cost. Amen. You would think by that time they would say, I give up. I quit. Amen. Men that were fighting those battles only to find out that their wives and their sons, maybe their daughters, uh, amen, were killed. uh, Amen. And hanged uh, in places. Why? Because they were trying to discourage those that were fighting against them uh, to just quit. Uh, I'm here to tell you today, it's not time to back down. It's not time to quit. Amen. It's not time to get lost in the day. Amen. The enemy's going to come at you with everything he's got. And no matter what you lose, uh, no matter what goes by the wayside, uh, we can't control that. Uh, Amen. But I'm going to keep on fighting this battle. I'm going to keep on fighting this battle. Amen. I'm going to pay that price. I'm going to pay the cost. Hallelujah. Houses, farms, stores, churches. Many older folks buried their children in the Revolutionary War. As it was called for even the young men went, fought and died. That you and I might have the freedom we enjoy. What a cost. It began all those years ago. 25,000 people all those years ago laid their life down. Because they believed in what they were doing. Everybody say they believed it. Freedom truly isn't freedom. When you look at that and you say true freedom, a lot of people can give you freedom. But real freedom is going to cost you something. Someone has to pay the price. As in this case, from the Revolutionary War to today, somebody had to pay the price for liberty. Somebody had to pay that price. It's a high price. The cost is high. But we have many of our people that are laid to rest in cemeteries all over this country. And yea, even around the world. That laid down their life for the cause of freedom. Amen. So the next time you feel sour on your country, the next time you feel like you're in a bad, you're having a bad day, the next time you say, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, whatever's happened in your life, just stop for a moment, look in the mirror, and simply say, hey, I need to stop for a moment and thank the Lord for every drop of blood that was shed. For my freedom that I have today. There's parts of the, parts of the world today in various countries that, that if you and I were there, we couldn't be doing this right now. Amen. Amen. We would be dictated how we would live our life. And we'd have to live within certain perimeters of our life for fear of losing our own life. Amen. Our liberty is, is often threatened 
over the years again and again. And sometimes I believe it already has been threatened again and, 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 and so on and so forth. Amen. But let me simply say this. Would you, would I be willing to stand up against those aggressors that would try to take our freedom? Take a stand. Take a stand against those who try to remove those freedoms even at the very point of fighting. Pray that prayer. Look, folks, I'm here to tell you today that prayer is worth more than anything else. Amen. Talking to the Lord is worth anything else. I'm going to talk to the one, amen, that laid his life down for my freedom. I'm going to talk to the one, amen, that, that can speak things into existence. I'm going to talk to the one that has the power and the authority to speak a word into somebody's life and change it. Spiritual liberty is a powerful thing. In the spiritual realm, the enemy will try to deny people their liberty. What is that that he uses? It's a, it's a three-letter word called sin. Sin holds many people in the world captive. Proverbs, the fifth chapter, the Bible says in verse 22, His own iniquities shall take the wicked himself, and he shall be holden with the cords of his sins. When we commit sin, we become its servant. In John 8, 34, Jesus answering them said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin. Amen. So when we become sin, let me say it again, we become a servant to sin. And then even when we are born again, thank God for that experience, born again of water and the Spirit, and we're set free from sin, often we place ourselves once again into its bondage. So the freedom fighter, if I could say it that way, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, come and set us free. Come and took the shackles of sin off of our hands and our feet. Opened the jailhouse door. Set us free from the bondage of sin and death. And yet many times people will go back and resubmit to the chains and the jail and the bondage of sin. Amen. That's the reason why it is a war. And you and I have to wage that war day in and day out and maintain those battles and realize that freedom is going to cost us something. Freedom is not cheap. It's going to cost us something. And we've got to be willing to fight and pursue it with everything that we have within us. I refuse to be put back into bondage of the sins of the world. I refuse that. I don't accept that. Amen. Because I have the one, Jesus Christ, amen, that set me free. Paul writes in Romans 6, 16, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Hallelujah. You're going to serve one master or the other. 
Amen. You're going to serve the world or you're going to serve God? You're going to be a servant to this world and this, this stuff going on out there today or you're going to become a servant of God? Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. I want that obedience. I want that righteousness. I want that, I want that in my life. I want that mercy to follow me, that mercy and the grace. I want the long suffering. Amen. I want the patience and the peace. Amen. I want those things in my life and they only come from the Lord. I've got to have it. Why is it so important? Because the Bible tells us that we have sinned, all have, and come short of the glory of God. And since all have sinned and come short of the glory of God's glory, is there hope that any can find liberty and freedom from sin? I'm here to tell you, I'm here to proclaim to you, yes, there is. Yes. Everybody shout yes. John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's what you got to proclaim. That's what you got to shout out. Amen. Just like uh, uh, they, they rode from, from Lexington to Concord, and they were letting everybody know the British is coming. The British is coming. The British is coming. Uh, you, and not, you and I need to get out there in this world and let people know Jesus is coming. Uh, Jesus is coming. Uh, amen. You need liberty in your life. You need liberty in your life. You need hope in your life. You need salvation in your life. You need truth. Because it's that very truth that's going to set you free. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 When you talk about obtaining liberty, it doesn't just happen. Natural liberty, what this world, what this country has gone through, the Revolutionary War brought our nation the independence that it had fought for and shed its blood for. 25,000 laid their life down. Brother Tyler was showing me this morning. His grandfather passed away and up where they buried him at, at uh, Dayton uh, Military Cemetery showed me the picture of a man had the grave, gravestone there, fought in the Revolutionary War. They had him transferred there, placed there in that cemetery. That's a long time, folks. That's a long time, but yet he laid his life down. People laid their life down for you and I. Don't take that for granted. As you come and go, you need to thank God every day for your freedom, for this country, for the many blessings, what this country, amen, gives to us, right? From, from time to time, other wars have been fought. What for? To maintain that independence and to bring independence to others. Listen to me today when I say this. There's always going to be an enemy that doesn't want you to succeed. Just like in the natural, there's always an enemy that we as a country have to be wary of. There's an enemy out there and we see it pop up from time to time that, 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 that desires 
to put liberty out. They don't like liberty. They don't like the freedom uh, that Americans have. They don't like uh, what we uh, are able to enjoy in our great country. With all of its faults, with all of its shortcomings, it's the best country uh, in uh, the world. And if you don't believe that, then maybe I need to buy you a plane ticket to some of these countries and let you go stay for a little while. I've been in countries that I thank God I live in the United States of America. I thank God for the freedoms that we have. Amen. I thank God, amen, for the possibilities that are before us. So let me tell you, get up every morning. Amen. First thing, thank God for the freedom you have in Him. Thank Him for another day. Thank Him for the love and the, the, uh, the encouragement that He gives you every day. Second thing, thank God for the country that we live in. Amen. Why? Because it's the greatest one in the world. And the liberties and the freedoms that we have here, don't take them for granted. Because, folks, I'm telling you, they could be gone tomorrow. Somebody could take them tomorrow. You say, that can't happen. I'm here to tell you it's happened in many other countries. It can happen right here. I'm a good guy. But I do realize that what we're going through right now has put us in a place, necessary as it was, but yet at the same time, I refuse to give up my freedoms. I want all these pews to be filled. I understand. I get that. We're playing. We're going to play. We, we, want, we want to follow these rules that we have until the time comes. Don't get me wrong. But I'm here to tell you, I still am going to fight for my freedom. I'm going to still fight for the Word of God. I'm going to still fight for the things of God. I'm going to still fight to baptize people in the name of Jesus. I'm still going to preach repentance. I'm going to still preach being buried in, in His name and being filled with His Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm still going to preach freedom in Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm still going to fight that fight. Uh, amen. So that people can see the power of God. He shed His blood for me. Now I need to learn to be able to lay down my life for my brothers, my sisters, my friends. I need to pray that prayer and say, God, reach out and touch them. From time to time, we've seen those other wars that have challenged our freedoms. Same thing in the spirit. Those battles come and those battles go. Sometimes I think we're successful and sometimes I think we walk away limping, wounded, and said it's not worth the fight. I'm telling you, it's worth every fight. It's worth, it. it's worth every prayer you pray. It's, it's worth every scripture you read. It's worth every study you do. It's worth every devotion you do. It's worth everything you do. In the, it's worth every visit to the house of God. It's worth everything, even when you don't feel like it. Put yourself out there and simply say, my Lord sacrificed his life for me. Amen. I can do no better, amen, than give my life to the Lord. The ultimate and eternal sacrifice of 
Jesus on the cross was the catalyst which brought about the potential for our freedom. His blood shed on Calvary. It was the price tag of our freedom. A very expensive price. Through giving of his life on Calvary. Shedding his blood. And the church was birthed. Through giving his life, other lives could be redeemed. Other lives could be purchased. Sacrifice of Calvary should be our day. Our memorial day. Our day of memory. To be able to remember what happened at Calvary. Not just Calvary, but the things that follow. The apostles, many of them, many disciples, many of the church burned at the stake, flayed, boiled in oil, ripped asunder. Go down through the history of the church and you will read things that will absolutely, in your mind, could you say, could this ever happen? But you need to thank God for every one of them that said, you know what? I'm going to maintain my relationship with God. I'm going to hang on to truth. If I die, I die. But I'm not going back where I came from. I'm not going back into captivity. I'm not going to go back into the jaws of sin. I'm not going to go back into the ways of the world. What I have is too valuable. Too valuable. Blood has been shed for my freedom. There's people that died standing for truth and would not recant. So who am I to start that now? Who am I to give up now? Who am I when challenged by the enemy? Who am I to sit there and say, I can't take it anymore. I'm giving up. I'm going back. It's too much for me. See, that's what this is all about. It's about freedom. It's about Memorial Day. We go back and look at all those that gave up their life. But as a church, we also go back and think about the blood that's been shed for you and I. Our spiritual lives. Well, somebody say hallelujah. Sacrifice of the Lord did not automatically bring freedom to all mankind. Even though the blood was shed for all, the blood has to be applied. <laughs> Come on. It's got to be applied. You want the protection, it's got to be applied. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. So it didn't automatically bring freedom. It had to be, a, it had to be applied. The truth, the Bible says, will set you free. Amen. But here's the kicker. It'll set you free if you come to know it. 
That, 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 that's, why I say, and that, that's why I say often that there's one thing about knowing of God and knowing God. A lot of people know of God, but they don't know God. Because when you know God, there's a relationship, and you've let that blood be applied to your life, that covering. A lot of people can say, I, they, 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 they take that relationship, you know, in a broader sense where they feel like, you know, they can just go live their life the way they want to do it, and there's no consequences for it. Amen. They can just uh, pray, and, 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 and their sins will be taken care of, and all that kind of thing. No, no, no. That's not how it works. No. There's a relationship. There's a relationship. Look, just like they, back starting at the Revolutionary War, just like they were committed to the cause. Amen. In your spiritual relationship, you've got to be committed to it. You can't be on the fence or, or wishy-washy. Uh, amen. Or just kind of be out there. I know of God. I know of God. I know of God. Amen. No, you've got to know Him. If you don't know him, you may know of him, but there's no relationship there. There must be relationship. So, I'm feeling good now. I got people here, so it feels like, feels like I can go. Feels like, feels like I preach another hour, but my wife would probably text me in about 10 minutes and don't even think about it. She texted me the other night and said, you know you went 50 minutes? And I'm like, I did? <clears throat> know it. I'm, I am about down, done. What is, the, what, is the, what is the truth? What is the truth that brings freedom? What is the truth that brings freedom? freedom how can we find it where can we go to look for it what is the secret of liberty from sin Ephesians chapter 1 verses 13 and 14 Paul writes in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard, notice, the word of truth, the gospel of salvation. To whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of of the purchased possession unto the praise of His glory. You see, the gospel is the truth which will set you free. <laughs> Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Amen. It is, let me say it again, the gospel is the truth which will set you free from the clutches of sin in our life. Take you to another scripture. 1 Corinthians. Paul writes, chapter 15, verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received and wherein you stand, 
by which also you are saved if you keep in memory what I preached unto you unless you have believed in vain. He said, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures and that He was buried and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. He died for our sins. How about this? He died for our freedom. The gospel. What is the gospel? The gospel deals with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. When you look at the whole package, how do you receive the gospel of salvation? What can we do to acquire the redemption or the redemptive price Jesus paid for us? Paid for our liberty. Well, it's very simple for us that are here today and you that are watching. You go to Acts, the second chapter and verse 38, where Peter preached the answer to the question at Pentecost. When they said, men and brethren, what must we do to be saved? Peter said, I'm glad you asked that. That's not scripture. But Peter said, you got to repent. Number one, you can't go any further than that. There has to be repentance. There has to be repentance. You have to tell God you're sorry for your sins. Amen. You, you, you can't go beyond that step. That is number one. So if we're here today or we're there somewhere out in the live stream, amen, understand the first thing you have to do is repent. Tell God you're sorry. Open up your heart. Let it be cleansed out through the power of repentance. Repent. If you're not for sure how to pray that, understand this. It's just changing your thinking. Making that 180 degree turn. Walking away from the sins uh, that are there. Asking God to forgive you of those. The second step, you need to be buried in His name. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It's Jesus. It's the only way you're going to find in the Bible where people were baptized regarding salvation. You had those that were baptized into John's baptism, but that was just a baptism of repentance. But when you come to the church, they baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to remit those sins. You have to have that in your life. You have to have the blood applied. you got to be buried in His name, and you've got to be filled with His Spirit. That's the death, burial, resurrection. That's the message preached, amen, by Peter after the question was asked. What must we do to be saved? Repent, be baptized in His name, be filled with His Spirit. Oh, let's all stand together for a moment. You say, does this really bring liberty? Paul writes in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 17. Now the Lord is that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, 
there is liberty. Spiritual liberty costs us something. It costs our old thinking, the old ways. It costs us old habits. Because if we continue in sin, we will continue to be in bondage to sin. It costs us the control of our lives. When we let Jesus be the Lord of our lives, we cease to be in charge. If we really make him, if we really make him the Lord, we cease to be in charge. We then say in all things, not my will, but yours be done. I got a question. Do you really want to be free today? Begin to look at the price that's been paid for you. Change your thinking. Change your thinking. You might say this is kind of crazy, but Sister Joyce had a friend or somebody she had make these masks. I got to thinking about it. <laughs> and this is what I wear. How would you like me to preach like that today? Oh, say can you see? I look at this and it's hilarious. I wear it. Flag, eagle. The price of freedom. When I look at this, I understand today on this list that I have right here. I go through every war. Thousands, yea, million, over a million that have lost their lives, laid down their lives. You know what's amazing? Some of them, probably the Revolutionary War, younger than 18. But you get into World War I, World War II, and many of those wars, 18, 19 years of age. And here you and I stand today. It's going to be a little different today, I know. But I'm going to ask you right now, if you just kind of stand where you're at, and we're going to pray, and just we're going to thank God for the blood that was shed, not just in our, in our, in our, for our country and things of that nature, but we're going to thank God, first of all, for His blood that was shed on Calvary that gives us the freedom we have. And then thank God for every... Every life that we, that's counted here today, that they laid down, that they laid down, that we, you and I, might have our freedom today. Can we pray like that? This is going to be our altar call today. We're going to have to do things like this until we can get some things, so some things change. So can you do that? Can you just open up your heart right now? Pour your heart out. Lord God, we thank you today. We thank you today, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity that we have. To be in your house of worship, we thank you for those that have joined with us today over the internet, Lord Jesus, and live stream. We thank you, Lord God, for the liberty that we have in you. We pray, God, today that you would reach out, minister to each and every one of us, even though this is different. You still said where two or three are gathered together in your name, you would be in the midst. And Lord God, as we lift up our hands, we lift our voice, and we call out in your name, 
We ask, Lord Jesus, that you would let your blessings flow. Let the power of your spirit be manifest in our lives. Let us never take for granted. Amen. Calvary. Let us never take for granted the price that was paid for our salvation. Let us never take for granted, Lord God, every opportunity that we have to get into your presence. Let us never take for granted every opportunity to come into house of worship. Lord God, let us never take for granted every day that we have. But let us leave it, live it, Lord God. Amen. With everything that's within us. To lift you up. To praise you. To honor you. To glorify you. Lord God, you are worthy of all the praise and the honor and the glory. And Lord, on this day also, we thank you for every life that has been lost down through the years. That has shed their blood for the freedom that we have in our country today. Lord God, I pray, Jesus, that you will somehow let us never fail to realize and understand the cost the freedom. Don't let us ever get to the point where we decide it's not worth the fight anymore. But God, let us fight on. Let us fight on. Let us fight on. Amen. Let us fight on till you come for your church. I pray, God, that you will bless us today. Let your healing virtue be on those that are sick in body. Lord God, let your spirit move on those that need to change the course of their life. Let repentance be found today. Lord God, let a change of heart be found today. Let a change of mind be found today. For the glorifying of your name we pray. Thank you for being with us this morning. All of you that watched by way of live stream, we want to say thank you for joining in. Amen. And just keep believing, trusting in the Lord. Amen. God's going to do great things for us. Once again, there will be no service this evening. This is Memorial Day weekend. This is normally the way we do things. Amen. Prayer on Tuesday night will be at your home. And uh, 
Also, there will be live stream Wednesday night. We will have another service like this next Sunday morning. Amen. And then next Sunday night, it will be live stream. Then we'll go into June. We will let you know more coming into this next week once we hear and see where it's going. Please, kind of, if you want to, if you want to, uh, um, God bless you all. We'll see you later. Go ahead and.